Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at the HIA conference in Denver, Colorado, and I'm talking with Lawrence Serban. He has a company called Hemp Traders. Yes, hey, Coach Freddie, how you doing today? I'm just doing fine. So, tell us a little bit about Hemp Traders and what you do. Okay, well, Hemp Traders, uh, we've been around since 1994, and we specialize in hemp fiber products, specifically or most predominantly hemp textiles. So we're the suppliers of all the hemp fabrics that are out there. Uh, hemp for uh, t-shirts, for furniture, for dresses, for bags, backpacks, wallets, just about anything. That's the main business we do. I also supply hemp uh, twine, yarn, rope, fiber, and webbing as well. Wonderful. Now, uh, so where are you located at? We're out of Los Angeles, California. Okay. All right. Well, I used to live in San Francisco for 30 years. So okay, <laughs> so you know California. I know then. California. So you're here and you're supplying a lot of the uh, materials for the clothing industry. Now. Yes, yeah, that's a big market. I mean, since we're selling the hemp fabric, one big market is apparel. Right. So, you know, when you hear people have their hemp clothing on, a young maven, a company, uh, recreator, even uh, Tyler with Hemptopia, they're using, you know, hemp fabric to create it, exactly. or a hemp blended fabric. Yes, and he's been one of my, my sponsors on my, uh, what I call the uh, Hemp Roadshow. Now, you're here as a vendor also, too? Uh, yeah, well, well, I'm here in a couple of capacities. You know, I have my company, Hemp Traders. We have a table out there, and we're promoting right. our company. But also, I am the president of the uh, Hemp Industries Association, so I'm also here in that capacity. Oh, well, that's great. What do you personally want to get out of this conference? Oh, okay, that's a very good question. And, you know, this is, you know it's not an inexpensive conference to go to. It does require some investment and money to attend and also to fly here to get the hotel room. Well, actually, I'm getting a lot out of it, uh, a few different things. Number one, anyone who would be want to be involved in hemp in particular, any aspect of it, whether you are a farmer, a processor, whether you're an end user, whether you want it for food, fiber, clothing, textiles, medicine, you know, that's a biggie. Yep. This conference, we have the actual top experts in their field in the world are at their conference at this conference on hemp so you're getting the very uh, tip of the iceberg of or not the tip of the iceberg but the uh, you know the very highest best most relevant up-to-date information on hemp what's happening with hemp, how the market is performing innovations things like that so that's one really big aspect the other this is a very networking event. You know, hemp has always been a fairly niche market. 
and you know, a lot of us communicate by phone, and it's really good to get together, meet people you who we've been working with over the year, meet a lot of new people, and uh, the networking, I've met just tons of people, and a lot of uh, business takes place by people networking and talking, so in that regard, it's excellent as well. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you very much, uh, Lawrence, for being a guest on the iHamp Revolution podcast. All right. Thank you for having me. Coach Freddie. Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here at the HIA conference in Denver, and I'm speaking with Clint Palmer from Tennessee. How you doing, Clint? Doing good, Coach. Good yeah. to see you. Yeah, yeah. It's only been a, a, a few weeks or a month or so since yeah. we were together at the at your hemp field down there. Yeah, and in between then, we've done the hemp maze and harvested and yeah, shot out here to Colorado. Yeah, it's been so, busy. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing in uh, Tennessee uh, with the college and the field and everything. Yeah, uh, so I'm a second year hemp farmer in Tennessee, but also did the varietal trial my senior year of my uh, bachelor degree at uh, MTSU, uh, Middle Tennessee State University, under the Department of Ag, working uh, getting a plant and soil science major, got that in December, and now I'm back um, as a PhD candidate in the molecular bioscience department, and uh, working with cannabinoids and terpenes uh, of the hemp plant, cannabis sativa, and looking at what are the potential medical uses for some of the uh, cannabinoids. Okay. And uh, so you harvested your crop, but before then you had a hemp maze. Now tell us about the hemp maze. Yeah, it was 39,000 square feet of Futura 75 that was planted June 6th. Uh, got 75 units of nitrogen, and we cut in a hemp maze pretty much just using a push mower, not running it, just crimping it down, and it was a lot of work. A lot of work went into every weekend of the hemp maze, and... Yeah, then we uh, we were able to harvest it with a sickle mower and sell it, and it turned out to be uh, a, a lot of hard work to get all that done over the past six weeks, but I'm, I'm so glad we did because the hemp maze in and of itself was educational for you know, a couple hundred people that oh, showed up that fantastic you know that wanted to know more about it that, yeah. um, you know there's a, we got a we got a bill that allows us to do uh, work with hemp in Tennessee but probably less than one percent of the state knows that hemp is legal um, exactly. for farming so just educating the public they go home they tell their friends maybe we'll be up to five percent you yeah. know by this time next year and uh, ideally that's what you want to see because that's what's going to bring your big farmers on because a lot of these big farmers don't even know so. oh exactly yeah so it's education that's what the uh, i am revolution roadshow was all about yeah. when i visit john and just spreading the word and educating people about the hemp and using my car as a showpiece and saying what is hemp what is this all about yeah and doing our own part and everything. So you came out here to uh, work with the, the HIA uh, uh, organization to help volunteer. them. Help. So let me ask you a question. You came out here. Um, personally, what did you hope to get from this conference personally? Uh, every, every year it's meet, meeting somebody else that's uh, in the industry that wasn't here last year or... Um, Dr. Ethan Russo is always uh, at the top of my list of 
people to go here speak, and this is his second year. Um, so any any year that he'll he's here, I'll be here. Uh, okay. You know, it was a special this year because he did two separate presentations. Um, but also just a camaraderie of being under the same roof as 200 other hempsters, you know, yeah. like-minded individuals that are really wanting to see this industry succeed, um, you know, that are willing to lock arms and make sure that happens. Uh, you know, the industry tends to push away some of the people that are just going to be out there for their own for their own good only, not the industry's good. So uh, you don't see a whole lot of that here. There is, you know, there every, there's always going to be, a, a, you know, the bad egg in every every batch every now and then. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, 99% uh, of the group is 100% good people. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I want to thank you for your hospitality when I showed up down oh, there. Oh, no. And everything. Every, every time you're in Middle Tennessee, you should hit me up. Cause I got a spot for you. <laughs> All righty. Thank you very I, much. I enjoy having as many hipsters over as possible. I don't know what the girlfriend would say about that, but she, I think she'd agree with me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Glenn. Thanks, Coach. All right. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at the uh, HIA conference in Denver, Colorado. I'm talking to Douglas Bell, and he's with Grass Terra. Grass Terra Company in, in Uruguay. Grass Terra is a consulting and management company, Okay. and we help family offices, high net worth individuals, and institutions to deploy money into agriculture in Uruguay. So we are comprehensive farmers and we are experts in all manner of agriculture, which includes forestry, livestock, uh, row crops, permanent crops, uh, citrus, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. So we, two years ago, Uruguay legalized hemp. Okay. And we began as a project pursuing getting licensed by the Ministry of Agriculture. And we're the first out of the chute with a comprehensive license to grow, process, and sell hemp into the world marketplace, and uh, which we're doing. Okay, so uh, how many acres are you uh, uh, planting down there? We are planting 750 acres this okay. year with future 75. Okay. And which we acquired, obviously, a European variety that is extremely well known. Okay. And uh, we're very excited about it, but we're just coming out of the chute here. Other than we understand agriculture, there's a lot to learn about hemp. Oh, yes, there is. Now, is anybody else in your gray uh, uh, planting hemp? There are a couple of other groups, two or three other groups that are doing it, and, and some that have actually been doing it on a probationary basis for the last several years. Okay. Um, you know, we... Anyway, that's the answer. Okay. <laughs> there are several others. So uh, you planted 750 acres. Primarily, what are you going to be doing with that crop? First year, it is going to be uh, seed and okay. flowers and uh, appropriately drying and, and uh, crushing... What is the word? Uh, Decorticating? No. no. Well, I'm... I'll start there. So we are not going to move into the, the fiber processing and decorticating. Okay. We investigated this, uh, spent time with Albert Dunn of Dunn Agro in uh, Assen. Uh, he's got really one of the top decorticating facilities in Europe and a uh, fantastic, impressive place. But as people, you know, that's a specialty part of hemp management that we're not headed into. The pelletizing of the 
the flowers and the seeds is going to be our first move, okay. uh, and then selling that into the processing marketplace in the United States. Okay, wonderful. So, uh, one question here, uh, Douglas. You came all the way from Uruguay here to Colorado for the HIA convention. What is the one thing that you would like to take away from this convention? Well, I came with a specific agenda to uh, establish relationships, really in all the domains of uh, you know the various people that are here. In specific, we're looking for seed. Uh, and we're looking to develop our knowledge and uh, establish relationships with people that have got working predictable cultivars that we can partner up with. Uh, we are an off-season provider because we're upside down just like Australia and that makes us interesting in terms of being providers up here and we're looking for positive synergies in that domain. Uh, so seed and also expertise in uh, CBD uh, processing, CO2 supercritical extraction, uh, developing those relationships really with existing people that are doing it and doing it well and, and establishing a business-to-business -business relationship with them. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you very much for uh, being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Coach. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at the HIA convention here in uh, Denver, Colorado. I'm speaking with Elliot Murphy, Murray, Murray. Uh, and he's a HIA member. And where are you located at? Uh, Murfreesboro, Elliot? Tennessee. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I visited there, and we had a good, I had a good time over there with uh -huh. you guys. So yeah, that we, was, we saw you at the meeting. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So uh, tell me about yourself, and what are you doing in the hemp business? Well, right now, um, I was contacted by my uncle to uh, get involved in the growing process and uh, just learn the industry and see see about successfully growing hemp in Tennessee and uh, try and try and add, add another cash crop to the industry of the uh, economy in the United States as well as try and involve uh, a more green solution to um to some of the dismay and you know inappropriate technologies that we've employed, mm -hmm. and um, try and get some of the agriculture back to working with nature and not so much against it, and uh, and that's the opportunity that I kind of see him provides. Okay. And um, that's kind of where I'm trying to go with it. But okay, are you doing anything with hemp uh, in Tennessee right now? Um, currently, I just harvested probably about a. 6,000 square foot um, garden that okay. I did this year. Okay, so 6,000 square foot. Put that in acreage for me. <laughs> um, hmm, probably a quarter of an acre maybe. Okay, alright, mm -hmm. good. And what are you going to use that for? Um, this year we just, we did a dry mechanical uh, extraction process using dry eyes. And, okay. Um, pulled all the uh, trichome, trichome glands off of the uh, harvested bud that we had, mm -hmm. or flower rather, and um, collected all the sift, which is um, then can be used to mix with coconut oil and okay. um, you know, hopefully have some sort of medicinal uh, value and um, okay. characteristics. Um, you know, I haven't had anything that I've processed myself, tested, or anything like that, so... All right. It's all just uh, you know, trying to be creative. Okay. Like in Tennessee, there's there's not a lot of ways to process your your harvest 
unless you um you know you have these preconceived relationships that people are you know ready and know what they want to do with um, okay with the right. material so let me ask this you you came all the way out here to Colorado uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away from this uh, convention here well I'm really just interested to see all the many products that people have found you know that they can make their own niche in this you know upcoming industry and and um, Really, um, I, I'm here just to learn how to, you know, how to grow it, see how they're growing it. Um, it doesn't need to be grown like marijuana or are there um, other techniques that, um, you know, produce more uh, production and uh, material. But um, I'm really, really here just for the growing aspect of uh, industrial okay. hemp. All right. Well, great, Elliot. Uh, so, anyhow, thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast. Most certainly. My pleasure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here with Jason Amatucci uh, with the Virginia Industrial Hemp Coalition, and we're here at the AHIA convention here uh, outside of Denver. So, how you doing, Jason? Doing great, man. This is a great gathering. Oh yeah, it, it is. It's, and this is on our last day here, and uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know I visited there uh, about a month or so ago in, in Virginia. I visited with you guys. Tell us a little bit about the uh, Industrial Hemp Coalition in Virginia. Yeah, um, we founded it in 2012, and uh, we basically, uh, in 2015, we were instrumental in creating legislation uh, for the research uh, projects, and we went, went ahead and got through the process with that and had a really good experience and uh, a lot of support. That passed, signed by the governor. We were able to grow our first research crops this year in 2016. And um, in a place that you know, Harrisonburg, too, yes. we had some private farmers that got involved, which was really awesome. Ten-acre plots. I think we grew 37 total acres in Virginia cool. um, for, t for the year. And uh, we just harvested our seed. We did a biodiesel re uh, uh, research project. Okay. Very successful. Um, and then also in the uh, 2016, we were instrumental in another bill that actually legalized commercial farming. Oh. Now, that had to be attached to federal law. So, but we wanted to show that Virginia was supportive and we wanted to show that we're ready for business. Okay. Um, and I feel like we do need some sort of regulation when it comes off delisting because you're dealing with a threshold of 0.3% or 1%, which it should be. Uh, hopefully we can get it to be 1% um, on national delist, but you're still going to have a threshold where you have that uh, danger zone. We exactly. don't want any risk to our farmers. We don't want any risk at all for our businessmen. We want them to have a license to say, here we go, I feel comfortable. We have a four-year license, $250 max charge, 90 days for them to process it so they can't dilly-dally around. Very straightforward and simple. And basically, that way we'll give them the peace of mind for business plans and things like that and to get businesses involved. Um, and so that's kind of what, what we're doing. I mean, we're the advocates. We're trying to get the market going as well. Mm -hmm. We do have History Week events. We had a really big uh, concert we did, giving out a bunch of products and had four bands. It was great success. Um, we do booths at festivals. Oh, yeah. So I got participated in the booth there. Yeah. Yeah. You did. And uh, we, had, we, had, we were at Farm Aid. We had a booth at Farm Aid uh, just this past uh, weekend mm -hmm. and had a ton of traffic. And it was in Virginia this year, so we were fortunate to be a part of that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's supposed to be our coalition. It's a great group of people. Okay. Well, great. So uh, you came all the way from uh, Virginia. 
out to Colorado. Tell me, uh, Jason, what's the one thing that you wanted to take away from this convention here? Well, uh, mainly it's seeing all the friends and the net and the connections you know I've made and, and we've made over the years. Um, it's to represent Virginia here as well and to network with people and, and let people know what's going on with our state. Um, and uh, also, though, the information, the speakers is fantastic. Um, and all some of the, the heavy duty, there's some heavy duty CEOs of some major companies here um, that that you know are great to network with. And I've been pitching Virginia. So I'm yeah. One guy asked me, you're on the Virginia Economic Development Board or a team, and I'm like, no, but I'm pushing for hemp and I'm pushing for businesses to come to Virginia to produce our, uh, you know, get get our industry going. You know. Well, great. Well, I'm going to thank you, Jason, for being a guest on the IHAM Revolution podcast. Thanks, Coach. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here. I'm here at the HIA conference in Denver. I'm talking to Jeff Gallagher, and he is with U.S. Hemp Wholesale. How you doing, Jeff? Pretty good, Coach Freddie. How are you? I'm just fantastic. So tell us a little bit about... Uh, your business here. You're the CEO of U.S. Hemp Wholesale. Tell us about that. Well, this is our uh, business-to-business division. We have a business-to-consumer as well, but this was started in May of 2013, and I found that there was palliative benefit from hemp for my own personal uses, Okay. and as a hobby, I wanted to help other people find the, the power of hemp, and uh, it sort of skyrocketed from there. Um, it was a fluke. I've been in IT my whole life, and um, I never ever expected to be in this industry, so I think okay. the plant picked me. I didn't pick the plant. There you go. And uh, so, where are you located at now? Uh, we are located just outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. So, tell us about your business now. What well, our business model is pretty simple. A lot of people try to get into this business, but they want good quality products and don't know where to source them. So we give them the ability to have over 400 SKUs in five minutes. They have a business license and a sales tax license and they want to do the right things and they're not going to promote claims that we know that you know certain acronyms don't like to promote we are more than happy to bring people into our network okay we do drop shipping white label project manufacturing all in the hemp space we've been doing this since 2013 we're licensed with the state of michigan as a wholesale food processor okay i've educated the Department of Agriculture in the state of Michigan, I think to the best of my ability, the light bulb actually is on now before it was very, very off. Um, and I've been blessed. I just hired a new business development manager last week, and I put him on a plane the next day. And he's here with me today getting a, uh, a whole bunch of information on what hemp is. He okay. knew a little bit, but now he's learning a lot. Okay. So you have a lot of products. So how many products do you have, you know? We have roughly 400 SKUs that we carry. Okay. I would say 40% of those we manufacture in-house. The other 60% are other people's products that have been in the marketplace and have been tried and true. That We uh, pride ourselves in offering uh, products that we don't currently manufacture in-house as well as other methods and opportunities for people to find great products. Okay, so if somebody wanted to get into this program, so I was new and I says, I, I want to get in and start selling products and whatever, uh -huh. you're the company to go to, to to saying, hey, I can buy all these products wholesale. And, and you don't even have to buy them. You just send the orders in, we charge you, send it right to your customer with your collateral, your address, and you do the customer service. So you sell, we ship, you serve. Oh, wonderful. Well, yeah, that is awesome then. When I got back, when I got into this industry in 2013, 
and you Googled CBD, two companies came up. The company I was buying my product from and me. Um, of course, since then, the market has changed a little bit. Yeah. And so as this changed, I've also changed my model because I wanted to help other people that wanted to help people. There you um, go best way to get the word out is by education so 90% of what we do is education the other 10% is selling okay yeah well that's awesome so now you've been in business since 2013 yeah, May of 2013 so just Wonderful. a little over three years we've been in the hemp space well great and how many employees do you have I just hired my 15th one okay 15 15 oh, fantastic so we're here at the HIA conference Correct. and what is the one thing that you want to take away from this conference specifically? Um, a little more understanding of the products from scientific minds and a little bit of networking with other people in my industry. Okay. Well, great. We're a very small, tight-knit industry. Pretty much everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So why not you know, strengthen those relationships and, and move forward in an industry? How can we make the industry better for everybody but also expand it for everybody? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank you very much for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. No problem, Coach Freddie. Appreciate your time. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash IHAMP Revolution. Like us, and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.